Pesachim Perek Tet Mishnah Dalet. So we learned earlier that in the event the majority of the community was Tamer on the 14th of Nisan, the Karban Pesach is brought even, and even eaten in the state of Tumah. Now our Mishnah teaches that not all Tamer people can eat it, only those who have become Tamer through a corpse. A Pesach Shebeb Tumah. So let's say we're talking about Karban Pesach that is being brought in the state of Tumah because most of the community have become Tamer through a corpse. So even so, other Tamer people such as Zavim, Zavot, Nidot. Um, and women who have given birth cannot eat from it since their tumah is not from contact with the corpse. So therefore, they do they are not permitted. They do, they're not entitled to the permission to offer and eat the korban pesach even in the state of tumah, even when the majority of the nation is tamer through a corpse. However, if they did eat from it, they are nevertheless exempt from the punishment of karet. Now, normally, a tamer person who eats from the meat of an offering is subject to the penalty of karet. However, in this case, these people are pator because karet only applies to a tamer person who eats an offering that's supposed to be eaten by a tahar person. The Quran learned this out from a Pasuk. So therefore, as the Korban Pesach is brought in the state of Tumah, even those who are Tameh and who are forbidden to eat from it are exempt from Karet if they did do so. Now, the Mishnah quotes the Tanah who is even more lenient regarding these types of Tameh people. Rabbi Leza Poteh Af Abiyat Mikdash. Rabbi Leza even exempts them these people from Karetz, from, from entering the, the Beta Mikdash in the state of Tumah. No, normally a person who enters the Beta Mikdash when they're Tamer gets Karetz. Now Rabbi Leza learns this out from a Pasuk, that this applies to Tamer people only when it applies to people who are Tamer from a corpse. So the people that, in this case, people who are Tamer from a corpse are permitted to enter the Beta Mikdash. So two other Tamer people are, are able to enter the Beta Mikdash and not get Karetz. Mishnah He. So we're discussing the third Mishnah, the differences between the first and the second Korban Pesach. Now we're going to list the differences between the original Korban Pesach brought in Mitzrayim and the Pesach that is brought in the following gen- generations. Ma'ben Pesach Mitzrayim and Pesach Dorot. What's the difference between the Korban Pesach brought in Mitzrayim and the Pesach brought in the succeeding generations? Pesach Mitzrayim mikachum be'asar. So the animal that was used for the Korban Pesach in Mitzrayim was taken and set aside on the 10th of Nisan, four days before the slaughter. However, the animals used... In the later generations, can be chosen just before the slaughtered. The town has the Abagod Azov. The Korban Pesach in Mitzrayim needed the sprinkling of the blood done with a bundle of hyssop, Al Hamashkov, Vashdim Zot. And this was upon the lintel and upon the two doorposts of every Jewish home, which would distinguish them from Egyptian homes where the firstborn would be killed. However, all following Korban Pesachim, Korban Pesach need no sprinkling. The Korban Pesach was eaten in a hurried fashion. That's not required by, following, by all following Pesach offerings. And Balayla Echad, and the final difference is that the Korban Pesach of Mitzrayim was eaten for only one night. However, the prohibition to Ichamets during Pesach in Mitzrayim applied in Egypt only for one day. However, when it comes to the Korban Pesach for succeeding generations, that is observed for all seven days. Have a great day.